It's showtime. Welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. Stop asking if there's more. There's not. This is the only one. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Big day, huh? It is a big day. Uh, you know, it's a good Sunday for me. Yeah. Nothing else. I'm just having a good day. It's just a good day. Something else happening? Springtime is here, and we're all... Um, I'm here. Today I'm, is the day where we celebrate that Tom uh, cleaned the downstairs of his house. Uh, oh, congratulations! Yeah, I, I forget about that every year, but that's pretty really exciting. Um, I'm checking the calendar here, and it says it's actually every mom's birthday. Did you? Is oh, that possible? Shit! I've prepared for this. I can all moms have the same birthday? If it's your birthday today, congratulations on being a mom. I didn't know that's how it worked, but here we are. Um, yeah, the, the mom birthday, as we all call it. Uh, do it's you, weird how their birthdays are always the second Sunday in May and are not a fixed date. No, they're moms. They don't subscribe to the ideas of time like we do. They use orbs instead of clocks, you know? <laughs> oh, like The Sims. <laughs> like in The Sims Castaway stories. Uh, a good game we all remember and love. Um, I love moms. I went to see Everywhere all at once together, whatever that movie's called yesterday. It's a, it's a story about moms. It was moms. like when I bought my ticket for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and I was... Like, I was in, like, I have to buy this ticket mode, uh, and I said, the unbearable weight of impossible talent, and I was like, this teenager is going to judge me forever. Oh, yeah. The teenager... This teen is never going to forget that I said this. The teenager we bought our tickets from, uh, said, what? And I said, uh, and he said, did you say everywhere? And I said, yeah, I think, and he goes... It started 17 minutes ago, and I said, did we miss anything? And he said, about 12 minutes. And I said, okay. And then we went in. And it was good. It was a good movie. I would highly recommend it. I also once... He used the secret, Thomas. He always make fun of me for falling asleep at movies. If I just show up late, I don't fall asleep. Because I went to see... Um, what was the really... What was the movie that won... Uh, Parasite. Uh, I went to see Parasite at the same theater when that was in theaters. And uh, I walked in late, and I said, oh, what did I miss? And this guy said, looked at his, his coworker and said, oh, I think just The Rock. And I said, what? The Rock is in this? And they said, no, 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 a literal rock. Uh, so that's a fun story from the Logan Theater in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, if you'd like a similarly fun story, I was going to go to the batting cages yesterday, and then we got to the batting cages, and it turns out... Closed for repairs until Wednesday. Damn. So I ended up going to the store instead. Oh, what a That's great, how my weekend's going. What a great story. I got a lot of beverages there. It was nice. I got some very nice grapefruit juice. Oh, Thomas, tell me, my Bev boy, what'd you get at the Bev store? Uh, I got, well, I'm, right now, I, you can't hear me open it, but I'm drinking a uh, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark. Finally got some of those. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah. Which one is that? I think I still like the melon one better. Which one is um? Which one is it's this one? It's a raspberry lemonade. Oh, that does sound really good. Olive Garden has a great raspberry lemonade. Let me tell you that. 
Uh, I got that. I got a few Monster Energy Zeros. I got some Grapefruit Juice, and I got some Evian. So it was very productive. That's really great. Um, I bet they would love that Evian on a little show called Survivor. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 42 last night? I did, and they can't have any of my Evian. Well, yeah, they filmed this months ago. Also, it's season uh, season forty one is the season they had Evian. <laughs> that took me way too long. <laughs> I thought you were mad at first. Uh, no, I'm mad now. At first, I, oh, I was very confused. I was trying to remember the Evian reward. <laughs> It's like, I don't remember. No, that was very, that's a good joke, Thomas. Good job. Um, congratulations on your, Tom's birthday. Tom's and mom's birthday. So. Tother's day. <laughs> Tother's not Tother's day. Dad's. Where are the da- where are the dads and grads? That's not till next month. It's not till next month. Dads, wait your turn. It's moms and toms today. Uh, this week's episode of Survivor Forty Two was called "Tell a Good Lie, Not a Stupid Lie." What do you think of that episode title? Very good. Very good. I really really like that. I think possibly the best one they've done so far. Yeah, it was. The, it was the the quintessential like you know like it was the most memorable quote from the whole episode i would say so yeah yeah uh so we start off at camp high is happy he took out roxroy mike is upset that he let high play his game for him and asked omar if he'd be happy or if he is happy with how this played out and then he and then omar says in a in a talking head i really like this omar said mikey no likey <laughs> He did say that. (laughs) That was really fun to me. (laughs) I really like Omer. I think he's great. I also really like Omer. I I like that his strategy is just to be like, he's like, I I was very happy with how things turned out, but also... I'm going to pretend that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Omer's playing a very good game. He plans on getting Mike to his side against High... Uh, Lindsay tells Omer how bad Jonathan is at strategy and wants to remove herself from him. And then she goes looking for an idol and she touches the branch that it's on, but doesn't see the idol. Were you bummed out that Lindsay didn't get her idol? I was actually very bummed out about that. I wanted it for her. You love Lindsay. She's your favorite. She's playing one. a good game. She the, is playing the, a really I had good that game. thought this episode. I was like, man, Lindsay actually playing really well. Yeah. She's been kind of under the radar up to this point, but That's I think good. she's That's doing a really good want. job. Yeah. Uh, instead, Marianne finds the reward for the reward being an idol. Uh, were you excited about this? As a uh, lover I, of Marianne? I am person? excited at the possibility that Drea might steal it. Yes, I, I almost forgot about that. That would be oh, that would be fantastic. I would because I don't it. want Mike to get his idol stolen. So. Yeah, well, Mike's a good guy. Mikey likey having an idol. Uh huh. So at the reward challenge, it's raining really hard. Uh, Mike is not mad about it. He says it's a rough day, but we're playing a game. Pretty good quote from Mike. Mike's always giving a good quotes. Yeah, he's nice. He's a nice guy. Let me tell you this. Like, I enjoy listening to him talk. I'll tell you this, Jakey, likey, Mikey. You're, you gotta, you gotta stop doing this. 
Jeff tells them many challenges have pushed them to their limit, but this challenge is fun. Did you trust Jeff when he said this? No, I don't trust him. He's lying to you. Don't believe his lies. Uh, They have to maneuver sandbags through some obstacles, and then they drop it on a platform. Great stuff. They get pizza, beer, and a sleepover. Fun stuff. Yeah, Uh, when Jeff said that they were going to be doing it in comfort, I was like, hmm, you know what that seems like? seems like something would be in there yeah. you know to get them comfortable they're staying the night oh well you know you wake up in the morning and yeah maybe you want to take a nice hot shower but i do every day and i, I mean i want barely not for them though yeah barely no, they, they, can't they have did that. not get that one i was very nervous about that i was like i was very excited for like two seconds i was so bummed out i was like how did thomas call this and then <laughs> it didn't happen i should have said beds they just had beds, uh, which is honestly really nice. You, I love sleeping on a bed, to be honest. I do it every night. And like, imagine being out there for like weeks on end, sleeping on bamboo and sticks and dirt, and then a bed. Oh, yeah. must be nice. I would love to do an endorsement for beds. Just like yeah. I don't sleep anywhere else. I, <laughs> this bed's got two thumbs up from these guys. We, I won't sleep on anything but a bed. <laughs> Uh, Lindsay wins this reward and brings Omer and Mike. And Omer asks Jeff if there's going to be pineapple pizza. You love pineapple pizza. Is this correct, Thomas? It's your favorite thing? Uh, that is uh, incorrect. Oh, you, what are you talking about? You're always talking about how much you love pineapple on pizza. Yeah, I think I'm kind of over the, like, being really, like, over the top about how bad you think it is. Because, like, I don't like it, but, you know, some, some people do. I think the biggest issue with pineapple and pizza is that people cut the chunks too big and they don't sit on the pizza very well so no it it's, it's like an invasive pizza species too because it it really does like the juice from it kind of gets everywhere and it i feel like it was one of those things where i not because like my my mom and my sister both liked hawaiian pizza and so a lot of times we would do like a half and half and there was some bleed over onto my pizza. It's disgusting. How dare that pineapple? I didn't, I didn't care for it. That's it. Anyone that tells you that you can just pick the pineapple off the pizza, like, uh-uh. Not that simple. Yeah, but you'd say you're over b- making a big deal of it. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Like, some people like it. It's fun. No, I mean, I understand that you, you've been scarred not, by pineapple pizza in the past. I if you like pineapple on pizza, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna come to your house and murder you. I like to put pineapple on my favorite sandwich, a hot dog, <laughs> but not oh, ketchup. You know? Uh, yeah, uh, hot pockets implies the existence of cold pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the novelization of the film implies the existence of a film. Shut the fuck up. Of course, it says it on. You just freezing the hot pocket. They don't need to change the label. What if it? What if the labels of Hot Pockets... Go with me on this. What if the labels of Hot Pockets were that thing where, like, it changes color when it's a different temperature? So when it's in the freezer, it says cold pockets, but then when you... I guess you don't put the container in the oven. Wow, that premise evaporated <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah, why, why don't they have it like that? <laughs> like that why don't they do that it would be really good if they had it like that yeah it's crazy that they don't do that um what if what if um we talk about high's scene here where he tells his his childhood story 
when you saw this, were you nervous for high? Because I sure was. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> was, um, I was like, oh, I didn't realize yeah, I did hasn't have gotten a good this feeling. yet. High actually getting actively targeted. I was like, well, that's the thing that he needed to avoid, so that's yeah. not good. Yep. Uh, Lindsay tells High that she wants to take out Jonathan. Well, he's sitting like three feet away. That was very funny. And then at the yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I think it does speak to or it does speak to the level of strategic thinking he has. That it's like, yeah, if he overhears it, it's fine. Yeah, what's he gonna do? <laughs> he uh, also wasn't paying attention to that conversation. Apparently, uh, at the reward. Uh, it was great. It was great. I loved this reward because uh, there were creepy voices and then a slideshow from photos from home. Uh, this was very funny. I loved the creepy voices in the forest. Yeah, what the f- <laughs> why they? Why did they do that? I don't know why. Why they did? We're gonna that. spook them, but then when they're not scared, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's my family." Um. I'm just looking it up now. This episode was actually filmed on April 1st. They were just doing an April Fool's joke. Oh, good. And good, okay. honestly, like, very funny. Like, a very funny joke. I gotta tell you, that pizza looked pretty good, too. Wow. Coming over to the side of the pineapples. Uh, well, what did you think of this quote from Omer? He says, it wasn't just food for the body we needed, but food for the soul. Yeah, is there someone should write a book about that? Pineapple soup for the soul. There should be chicken soup for the survivor soul. Honestly, there probably just picture, is. Just as a picture of Jeff Probst on it. Yeah, that'd be really good. Um, I do know that a previous contestant did write a book about Survivor that we have talked about. Uh, I'm going to remind you of the title as soon as I look it up. Uh, but it's very funny, and I'm going to get a big laugh out of it, out of you. Uh, the book is called Outlive, Outlaugh, Outlove. Ooh. That's very good. You were, who wrote that? Um, a previous winner of Survivor of a season we have not yet watched, so I will not tell you. Okay. I don't want to spoil future seasons that we're going to watch. Um... So there's creepy voices, and then they do a dumb slideshow. It should have just been the creepy voices, honestly. I loved the creepy voices. And just, like, do it for, like, an hour. Like, each person gets 20 minutes of voices they may or may not recognize from their home. Yeah, they do that, and then they when they're going up to the shelter or whatever, there's, like, a weird invisible fence that knocks them out when they try to yeah. go through. Yeah, that would be really good. And the others are there, and they wake up and they're in the ca- the other's cage. Yeah, that'd be good. And then, I don't know, maybe Mike gets put in the TV room. Yeah, and then there's like a weird instant messaging system where they can contact their, their loved ones, but they don't know where their loved ones are, and it's all like green text from the 1980s. Uh, uh, Richard is there. Richard Alpert is there, and he's been there the whole yeah, time. Ricard- Ricardo's Alpert. That's one of my favorite things in that show is when uh, uh, Juliet is speaking in Latin. She says Ricardo's Alpert. <laughs> Mike, did, you don't need to. You don't need to have his name also be in Latin. Yes, they do. Obviously, it's a very you know smart that those show. people speak English. They were speaking English before. Well, he also spoke Spanish at one point, though. In his in his flashback episode, genuinely a really good episode, Ricardo Alpert's flashback episode, and this season we're talking all about Lost because it is Survivor Forty Two. Remember, Forty Two was a big deal in Lost. 
I don't need to remind you. I'm reminding the listeners. Um, Omer tells Hi. No. Omer tells Mike that Hi thinks of Mike as his puppet, which is a lie. But Omer delivered it very well. This is when he says, tell a smart lie, not a dumb lie, or whatever. I think this is where I, if, if it were me with him telling me this, I would very very seriously doubt the veracity of his story once he got to the point. And it was like, yeah, and I said that he thinks that you're stupid and that you smell bad and that yeah. uh, you have a dog's brain and you're a stupid idiot that will take anything. It's like, I think he, it worked for Mike, but he did lay it on a little thick there. High, high left a five-star review for Mike's podcast, but then talked about how much he smelled. It's like... I don't know, Omer. I feel like that's Bullshit. going a little, fa- a little far. You probably don't need to tell Mike that. But like, Mike yeah. is like a very sensitive. And I guy. was like, I use the regular Dove body wash in the blue, the blue one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it was Omer was just like, it's not what I heard him say. Yeah. Omer, oh, I said you were stinky, Mike. Are you gonna, are you gonna stick with that? Are you gonna believe that? Uh, Mike says he's gonna let High slice his own neck. Slice another soap. Is it? Is it? I thought it was a soda. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Like orange slice. Soap slices. So I was right, actually. Okay. It's a. Thing you know what is a real shame that there isn't. Uh, that Chanel got voted off so that her and High couldn't be in a two-person alliance called High C. Yeah, that's 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 a big bummer. Maybe they it's can. A real, it's a real missed opportunity. Maybe they'll be on a future season of the challenge together, and they can do that. Uh, slice soap brand. Um, yeah, Soap by the Slice, Essential Journeys, is an Asheville, North Carolina company that designs and creates small batch of handmade soaps and body care products for sensitive skin. So it's not only soap for your skin, but also your soul. Man, you are having a great time reading a bunch of bad copy for things. Okay, you're welcome. Lindsay tells them about the amulet, so High's target is even bigger. Uh, yeah, Tums, I know how to read now, and I want to brag to you all the time. You're like, oh, you can't read, you can't read. I learned, okay? I learned since last week. And now I can read copy for brands from Asheville, North yeah, Carolina, so you're, so you're or Max. read everything now. Yes, give me a newspaper. <laughs> I was so genuinely excited about the prospect of reading the newspaper. Ooh. To the classifieds this week. <laughs> tell me what Garfield said. Don't tell me, because I can read it myself. At the immunity challenge, they have to balance a ball on a bow while standing on a ledge. This is a great challenge. I love this one every time. What did you think? Uh, I I agree. I, I The double balance ones are always good. I like the ones where they have to move down the beam. Yeah. And I like the little, like, uh, disc thing that they have to hold it. The bow? Yeah. Well, it was the arrow. <laughs> Back in the olden days, you got bows and arrows, and then yeah, they the... should have been. They should have had to balance and also shoot arrows at each other on, they the, on the balance beam. They should have had to balance a ball on a disc and then also shoot guns at each other. I feel like that would have been a more entertaining challenge. Yeah. I think that most challenges should involve people shooting guns at each other. Survival pullout, greatest season of all time. And you know why? the guns 
Survivor Wild West, another great season that was never actually filmed, but included a lot of guns because it was Wild West themed. Check that one out. Did I tell you what the immunity idol is in Survivor Wild West, Thomas? Or no, did you? You what? read it. You read it, so yeah, you of know. Of course I read it, but if you want to remind the listeners. Yeah, listeners, if you want to, if you haven't read it, I would recommend it. It's um, a, a golden bandolier, you know, with all the bullets on it. You know, like guns, like cowboys had in the Wild West. Will Smith, before he went bad, he was a cowboy in the Wild Wild West movie, and he had a bandolier. Is that, am I using that right word correctly? Yeah, I love the description of Will Smith before he went bad. <laughs> like Will Smith turned heel at the Oscars. He did, though. Um, bandolier is a shoulder belt with loops or pockets for cartridges. So I am using it correctly. It's also an iPhone accessory, apparently. Don't know what that means, but uh, that's some copy I didn't read. Thomas read the definition of a word I already knew. So you can read that at survivorwildwest.tumblr.com. I, uh, I'll, I'll tell you again. It's good. Lindsay wins this challenge. Wait, what happened on this episode? Uh, Lindsay wins the challenge. I literally just said that. <laughs> and then what happens? Back at camp, High wants to take out Jonathor. Uh, but Jonathor does a really cool monkey run, so nobody wants to vote for him anymore. It was a pretty cool monkey run. <laughs> I that was the best thing they could have had. It's so great to juxtapose that with like the the careful like strategic conversation. <laughs> Jonathor is my favorite guy, except for when he seemed a little racist last episode. The monkey run was so great because I was kind of like not paying super close attention. I was paying more attention to writing my notes. I know how to write now too. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? So I watched it a second time a few days later just to make sure. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever seen on this I show. I want every post-immunity challenge segment to be like that. Like people just being like, then we got to go for so-and-so. And then Jonathan just in the background like, y'all want to see me shotgun this beer? <laughs> Crush the can on my head. How old do you think Jonathan is? I'm going to say he's 30. Um, he is apparently 25. Really? Yeah. Um, he is on the possibles list for the next season of, of, of MTV Survivor. The challenge is what it's called. Um, that makes sense. That seems like oh, a good fit me. for him. He's not 25. He's 29. Okay. That. Okay. So I was that's, very close. So somebody, a comment I read on Reddit is inaccurate. Apparently I don't, I don't see how that's possible. Man, they should probably remove them. It doesn't seem like they put a lot of effort into their fact Looks checking. like I'm going to have to buy the challenge Reddit as well. Um, Hi tells Jonathor. Hi tells Mike that Jonathor is the target, and Mike agrees. But everybody actually wants to take out Hi. How are you feeling at this point, Thomas? Is a big, a big Hi fan. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot can happen. True. Who knows? Who knows in this game of Survivor? Hi tries to make Jonathor believe he has an idol. I didn't understand this move. Why did he do this? Yeah, I guess it was maybe to try and shift votes off himself. I don't know. I don't know. This didn't make a lot of sense to me either. Um, it also felt weird when Omer was like, oh, maybe this high vote is too easy because everybody wants to do it. 
Like, no, just go for it. Just take, just yeah, take the move. No, no, yeah, never ever say, yeah, like, just go do it. You don't need to overcomplicate things. Uh, so there were no wildlife shots this week, so that sucks. Jeff, do better. Um, at Tribal Council, Mike talks about how there's no place to go when it's cold on Fiji. Maybe build a fire, Mike? This guy, you know? Yeah. Although, or go to the or go to the the place with all the scary voices. Yes. Too cold to be scared. Or too scared to be cold. Whatever. Both. Both. They both they they cancel each other out. Yeah. Uh, we are all long distance runners with blinders on. High loves a good metaphor, huh? We're all long distance runners with blinders on. That makes total sense to me. Does it make sense I bet to Jeff you? Love this. Of course, Jeff loves you know the analogies. It, you know what it sounded like? It sounded like something he would have to read to activate an idol. <laughs> yeah. Do you think everybody was looking at him with a side eye now, being like, what does that maybe, mean? Maybe you really did find that idol. Yeah. Uh, Marianne then compares the game of Survivor to Jenga, uh, and Jeff was like, whoa, what is crazy? Uh, meanwhile, Marianne laid it out perfectly. Like, Marianne is actually good at. Uh, explaining what she's thinking. Uh, yeah, I, I think that Marianne is a good strategic player. I also think that I don't need to hear Marianne wow. spend 10 minutes talking about Jenga. You're saying you don't want to listen to black women? Thomas. Yes. Racist. That's, yep, that's exactly what I said. Hi <laughs> uh, gets voted up 5-2 to two against Jonathor. Um, I mean... We saw it coming from the very beginning of the episode. I wasn't surprised at all. I was kind of bummed, though. Yeah, it was sad. But again... It just was kind of... Un- you know, I, I think he built a really good game, and then it just... Sometimes it just falls apart, and yeah. it fell apart. Yeah. And you know who the same thing might happen to? Omer, because Omer is doing a lot of lying to people. <sighs> Omer feels like he's still, like, playing a really quiet game, though. Like, nobody, nobody is looking at Omer yet. He is, but at the same time, like, High seemed pretty bulletproof for a while. I know he's playing a little more subtly, but when you lie to people that much, like, they might talk to each other about it at some point. But, what, like, what, what lies are going to come back to bite him? Like, High saying that Mike is his puppet? That's, like, that's his, that was his big lie that got High out. And I think Mike is somebody that... Not, I think Mike is somebody that if he ever gets wind of what Omer's actually doing, will immediately try and get him out. I think that there could be a potential struggle there. Yeah, I feel like they that would be a big, uh, big uh, conflict for Mike. Um, I, I still, I, I can see Mike and Omer both going to final tribal though. I can see that happening. Um, let's, let's, let's give these awards. A uh, new segment this season: annoying, not annoying. Who is not annoying this week, Thomas? Who's your vote? Uh, probably Omer. Oh, I was going to say Mike. Oh, I mean Mike wasn't annoying, but I was annoyed on Mike's behalf that he was being lied to. Sure. Who was most annoying? Hmm. I've got my vote locked in. Probably Jonathan. No, well, I like the monkey run was not. The monkey run was good. Yeah, I take that back. I thought the the part where Jonathan took two hours attempting to rephrase uh, was it was it uh, what Marianne said or something like that? Like he just 
Jeff asked him to r- respond to something, and he was either not paying attention or uh, did not understand what was happening. Oh, well, when Marianne made the Jenga reference, Jeff was like, did you follow that at all, J- Jonathan? And Jonathan says, yeah, absolutely. And then Marianne would, like, punch the air, and that was very fun. Um, I don't think Jonathan was annoying this episode. I think he was no, great. No, I, I agree. I I I don't know that anyone was really that annoying this week. My vote is for High. I feel like High was just... Was he being annoying? I don't know that he was. He just felt a little too high on his own supply, you know? I think that High being, like, genuinely excited at the way they got him out kind of makes up for it. That is true. That is true. Okay. So maybe overall nobody was terribly annoying this week. No, I don't think anybody stood out as annoying. Okay, good job, everybody. Well done, casting. Uh, So now there are three people at 100% voting. Do you know their names? It's everybody who from last week, but I knew ahead of time. You ask me this every time, and I forget who it is every single time. Is Jonathan still at 100%? Mr. Monkey Run himself, John Thor, is there. Let's say Thor in Love and Thunder. Mr. Monkey Run in the Bank. (laughs) I don't know what that reference means. The most must-see Survivor contestant on television. Oh, wrestling. Okay. Uh, yep. The Jonathan is the only man to have voted correctly 100% of the time. Is Drea still at 100%? She is indeed. One more okay. One more person. Like, who's, who's Jonathan's best not friend? And it's not a man. Is it Lindsay? It's Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah. Jonathan, and Drea are all 100%. Lindsay's... I think that the fact that she didn't get, like, any kind of edit for most of the season might be them trying to play a trick on us. Hmm. Maybe Lindsay's going to win. Is that not what they did with Erica on some Viver 41 last season? It sort of is. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be mad about it. I really like Lindsay. I think that she's playing a very good game. Honestly, at this point, I would be happy with anybody winning. <laughs> Yeah. I really like Drea. I really like Jonathan. I really like Lindsay. Mike is in fourth place. He's got 83% of the vote correct. That's a 3% increase. I like Mike a lot. Uh, Marianne is in fifth place with a 5% increase, 80%. I like Marianne. Uh, Omer, 10% increase, 60% of the vote correct. Now, I like Omer. Uh, and then rounding out last place, seventh is Romeo. He decreased by 50%. Sorry, he decreased by 10%. He has now voted correctly at 50% of his attended tribal councils. Only once post-merge has he voted correctly. And it was not yeah, this he's week. he's very much out of the loop. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know at this point who is going next. So, last week we had each scored 33 points. You had predicted at the merge that High would make it to the final Tribal Council. He did not make it through this episode, so no point for you. I predicted Drea. Drea did it. She made it through. No votes for her. That's great. Um, We forgot to pick somebody to win the reward, so no points for that. No shower. No tacos. No points for that. You said Jonathan would win immunity. He almost did, but it turned out to be Lindsay, who is the person I predicted. So that's another point for me. You said Marianne would be voted out. I said Omer. Neither of those happened. So you're now at 33 points. I'm at 35 points. This is uh, not a great turn of events. Not a great week for me. No, I'm sorry. Who will win the next reward? Seven people left. I'll say Mike. I like that idea. 
I will say Marianne. Okay. What will the reward be? So they had pizza, beer, shelter, and loved ones. Yep. This week. I feel like it's going to be a lower key one because that was a lot of stuff. Oh, that's a good point. I'm going to say they'll get coffee. They haven't had coffee yet. <laughs> I would love that. Um, I will say... I feel like they'll get the opportunity to take a shower. I'll be so mad. I'll be so mad if they do that. Who's winning immunity? Um, I'll say Drea. Sure. I'm going to say Omer. I think you're right. I think people are going to start targeting Omer, and he's going to catch wind of it, and he's going to work extra hard in the immunity challenge. Who's getting voted out? I'm going to say Romeo. I think it's time for Jonathan to go. Jonathan has struck his last okay. bolt of lightning. Don't ask me. I don't watch those movies. Um, is th- Please do not email us about that. Don't email us about superheroes. This is not a superhero podcast. Thomas, holy shit. How do we not have a superhero Patreon? Did you MCU last night? <laughs> Did MCU last night? Did you did MCU watch you last uh, whatever. We'll come up with it later. Thomas, what's We're your Twitter? This. That one also will cost like two hundred thousand dollars a yeah. month. <laughs> Look, a Disney uh, Plus subscription is Tom. expensive. Uh, Tom not Tom is his Twitter handle. Uh, you can find it at twitter.com or you can follow the show on Twitter at dywsln. Um, trying to you know tweet more because uh, Twitter's fun. The Instagram is the Only Survivor Podcast. You can also subscribe to that. Follow it. Whatever. Uh, we mentioned the MCU show that's still in the works, but we have a few other shows on Patreon. Thomas, which one do you want to shout out? I feel like I shut this one out a lot, but I really want people to subscribe to Did You Sleep Last Night? I do, too. I think Did You Sleep Last Night will be one of the best shows we have ever done. Uh, you can find all those shows at patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Take your pick. We'll do the show for you. Uh, Thomas, let's thank the fans here. Or li- I would love to thank the fans. Okay. Thank you, fans. Are you... Are you- Sorry, thank you, listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, are you back to calling them fans? Because that's that was nice. Um, we uh, also have you have the opportunity to review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If they wanted to do that, Thomas, what would they write? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if it's Spotify, you say, I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And it would be really cool if... Uh, somebody went on apple.com and did that uh, because the last review some big capital letters these guys stink and I just I feel like that's really bad bad for our brand I don't, I don't like that and it's bad for the slice soap company and the dove soap company and the slice soda company and the slice soda company maybe that's the issue okay so Thomas honestly I did been dumping slice on myself in the shower I installed a slice two liter in in my shower uh, and I just refill it with with slice every day 
Uh, well, it's gross too because they discontinued that like twenty years ago. Okay, but so eBay exists. It's all really old soda. It's all really old soda. Yeah, and I was told that if you combine sliced soda with sliced soap from Asheville, North Carolina, that it's a really good smelling combination. Uh, but now I'm hearing that we actually stink. So if you can go to Apple Podcasts and review us five stars, leave the review, and don't talk about how we smell. This is the sound of when Dove. Body users cry. It's this podcast. We have feelings. Keep that shit to yourself. We have feelings. Keep that shit to yourself. Thank you. Okay. Well, since we chastised all of our listeners, Thomas, I think the only appropriate thing to say here is have a great mom's day. Uh, have a great summer. Oh, man. Yeah, Jesus. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it's Did you know there's a Sims Castaways game? What's it's like, your, is, your, is your neighborhood like an island? Yeah, you. Uh, it's literally you're washed up on a, a deserted island. It's very fun, and I think we should play it for uh, an off-season episode at some point. Yeah, that might be fun. I mean, do you still have to get like a job? <laughs> What's how much sim stuff was still in there? Can you still woohoo in hot tub? Like, come on. Um, I believe you are just crashed on the island, uh, and no, you can't have a job. You just have to survive and like fill your day. But you are not allowed. Jobs are available. You can't have them. The plot circulates around a group of Sims who survived the sinking of Queen Solomon. Features play through the twists and turns of your Sims' tropical adventures. Tell your own stories, create multiple profiles, and tell a different tale every time. Simple shortcuts and no auto-pause function let you start and stop whenever you need to. I don't know what that means. Two fun ways to play, directed by story mode and classic open-ended mode. I thought that would be more interesting. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you, that game sounds fucking boring. You can barter instead of buying. Um, the time is... Uh, it's not... It's not kept by clocks. Instead, eight orbs replace the standard time bar. Each orb represents three hours. A day lasts five orbs. Uh, well, night night lasts three orbs. <laughs> I just swear to you, this game is fun. <laughs> I was, like, falling asleep listening to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, orbs, okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna do Say, it. Say, oh, have a great Mother's Day. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Just say mooses. It's funny. I'm not gonna say that. Have a great Mother's Day. <laughs> you can't make me mooses. Smarten up, probes.